0: This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen.
1: We've been talking about acceleration, supernatural acceleration, and this morning, we're going to be looking at the acceleration of Ruth. Ruth is a Bible character. You're familiar with her. For well, foundation scripture, go to Amos chapter 9, verse 13, from the message translation, and Psalm 102, verse 13. Acceleration is the manifestation of God's mercy in desperate times. Acceleration is the manifestation of God's mercy in desperate times. Amos 9.13, the message reads, Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. Psalm 102, 13, Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Israel had lived for 430 years. It was bad. It was desperate. Things were really rough for them. And we have many examples in the Bible of people that it just looked like it was not going to change. But the Bible says we have seen abounds, grace much more. And this morning I want to say to us as the people of God that everything we are seeing all over the places, the challenges that we are witnessing, God has brought us into a new season of acceleration of his mercy. We saw that in the life of Ruth, in Joseph's life, Mordecai's life, and so many others in the Bible. It looked so bad, so grim. The reports were bad. But the God of mercy remembered his people. And I want to say to you this morning that God's faithfulness to keep covenant is driven by his love for you. Can somebody say with me, God's faithfulness to keep covenant is driven by his love for me. Can we say it again? God's faithfulness... To keep covenant is driven by his love for me. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 7 to 9. Deuteronomy 7, 7. Deuteronomy 7, 7. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you are more in number than any people, for you are the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, if I were you, I would highlight that in my Bible. And because he will keep an oath which he has sworn to your fathers, had the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeem you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Verse 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, He is God, the faithful God. The faithful God. God, who keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him, and keeps his commandments to a thousand generations. God's faithfulness to keep covenant is driven by his love for you. He said, because he loved you. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes. Jesus loves me. My Bible. In the first service this morning, I started talking about the life of Ruth. Ruth had lost three important people in her life: her husband, her brother-in-law, and her father-in-law. They were without support. Then her mother-in-law heard that there was bread in Bethlehem in her her home country. Things were getting better. She would go back. Herself and her uh, and Opa, the two wives of the sons, came to their mother-in-law. They cried. Mama said, don't worry to follow me. I cannot produce children at this age. Go back. Oprah went back. But like we read earlier in Ruth chapter 1, we'll probably look at it again. She said, your God will be my God. Where you are buried, I will be buried. Only death can separate us. And one of the things I shared earlier today is that don't allow, do not allow the crisis of life to take Jesus away from you. Ruth made up her mind, whatever happens, I'm going with this Jesus. The Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will do what? Talk to me. Many are the afflictions or troubles of the righteous, but the Lord will do what? Don't allow the crisis of life take Jesus from you. They will come. They will come, but don't let it steal your faith in God. So that's the background of Ruth. And I said, God's faithfulness to keep covenant is because he loves you. He said, I didn't choose you because you are better than other people. I chose you because I love you. You know, (laughs) while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? Before you could do anything good, Jesus died. So his love for you was not based on the fact that you were perfect or you are without fault. Somebody talk to me. So your mistakes will not make him hate you. When you are good, he loves you. When you you miss it, he still loves you. But when you do right, he's more pleased. But doesn't change his love. The day he stops loving you, you die. But thank God that his love is not conditional. Oh, come on. I say his love is not conditional. Otherwise, that prodigal son would never have made it back. He knew the father's heart. Whatever happens, he knew he could always come home. Are you hearing me? Whatever happens, you can always come home. Is there no amen around here? So I can always go home. I can always go back to my father and say, Father, I have done A, B, C, but I know your heart towards me. Hallelujah to Jesus. So... This acceleration is based on that his love for you. It's not based on anything you've done, anything you've not done. Of course, Satan has a degree, I think many PhDs, in reminding you of, of what he didn't do right. He goes, oh, this, oh, that, oh, that, oh, that. Don't waste your time with the devil. Tell the devil, I'm not coming here based on my performance, I'm coming here based on the blood. The blood of Jesus has made you righteous. It has blotted out your history. It has blotted out your history. And so, it, 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 acceleration is based on the mercy of God. Psalm 20 from verse 1 to 3 says, God will remember your offerings and bond sacrifices. Ruth had gone through a lot. But God was about to change her season. When somebody loves you like the prodigal son was able to walk back home without any complaint, daddy say, you are welcome. I've been looking out for you. That father, can you imagine God looking out for you every day? day? Second Chronicles 16.9, the eyes of the Lord run through and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose hearts are upright towards him. I was telling somebody yesterday on the phone, I said, do you know what? I said, God is more interested in the plan of your life succeeding than you are. I want you to imagine yourself as an artist. You painted an artwork. You you stood, you stood sat down on a canvas and you painted a beautiful artwork. You are the artwork of God. Ephesians 2.10, you are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Someone say, I'm the artwork of God. Before I came into this world, God was so thrilled about me that he wrote a book about me. He wrote a book about you. He painted it. Now let me ask you, who should be more concerned that that artwork sell or is appreciated? Is it the artwork or the person that did the artwork? God is more interested in your success than you are. God is more interested in your lifting than you are. God is more interested because he said, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven I have a plan for your life, a plan for good and not for evil, to give you a future and an expected end. Child of God, I'm here to say to you that the world is waiting to hear about you. Oh, I'm here to say to you that your generation, the world is waiting to hear about your generation. I'm here to say to you child of God because God wrote about you before you even came into this world heaven is working over time to make sure that the things written about you they are going to be fulfilled in the name of Jesus God is itching to see to it that your children will ride in high places God is itching to see to it that eyes have not seen it and ears have not heard what he has prepared for those that love him you will marry in dignity you will build your house in dignity you will walk in honor you will walk in prosperity because the God of heaven he will fulfill what he has written and I declare to you hell cannot stop the work of God in your life let every hindrance of the enemy every stronghold of hell against you be broken in the name of Jesus let the fire of God make the difference in your life I decree that what heaven has written to you has written concerning you God of heaven is going to fulfill it Hear a witness in the house of God if you believe that, give him a shout of hallelujah in the house of God. Please sit down for a bit. Rejoice not over me, my enemy. If I fall, I shall arise. Jesus they asked him, How many times shall I forgive? 70 times, seven times in a day that's 490 times. Jesus said, Yes. That means he's ready to forgive you anytime. You can always come back to daddy and say, Daddy, I am yours. I carry your blood and I carry your DNA. I'm announcing to somebody there's a lifting for you in the name of Jesus. I said, I'm announcing to somebody, I said there's a lifting for you in the name of Jesus. I say I'm announcing to somebody. I said there's a lifting for you in the name of Jesus. I say, I'm announcing to somebody there's a lifting for you in the name of Jesus. I'm announcing to somebody there's a lifting for you in the name of Jesus. All right so they go back home to bethlehem and where we stopped roots chapter two let's pick it up from there in the first service we stopped about roots chapter two let's pick it up from there so they get back to bethlehem because of the love and the mercy of god god remembered all her sufferings god remembered everything she had gone through she didn't go back with with her mother-in-law with grumbling you need to be careful how you serve the Lord. Don't follow God with grumbling. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. Mm-hmm. That one is sacrifice of strife. God will not write it for you. If you read when she got back, she said, ah, "Mama, where can we find grain?" She's a foreigner. She should have said, "Find one of your relatives to take me there." Say, "Mama, just tell me." Say, "Farm." The girl went to the farm. And we pick the story up from where she's gleaning behind the reapers. She's gleaning behind the reapers. She's walking as hard as she has ever walked. I sense for some of us, I sense for some of us, some of you under the sound of my voice this morning, that as we are coming to the end of this year, because you have stayed steadfast and single-minded, some things are going to drop for you that will make even the devil to be jealous of what God will do in your life. I sense for some of you that the manifestation you've been waiting for, a healing, something dropping for you, some open door for you, that December will not meet you the way you are in the name of Jesus. That the God of acceleration will find you in the name of Jesus. That the God of acceleration will come in a way you don't expect him to come in the name of Jesus. Please note this thought down. In your season of acceleration, your destiny helper will locate you. Say with me, in my season of acceleration, my destiny helper will locate me. Now go to Ruth chapter 2 from verse 4. Now we told you that she's already gone, verse 1 to 3, she's already gone to the farm. So let's pick it up from verse 4. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless thee. Then said Boaz unto his servant that was set over the reapers, whose damsel is this? Whose girl is this? And the servant that was sent over the reapers answered and said, it is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And she, she said, I pray you let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. Stand up. You are walking in office bar. Kneel down on the carpet. I just saw you now. You had such a big supermarket. If you are not thinking about it, go and think about it. You sat down like cash madam. People were coming. I'm telling you, as I was reading I saw that, you are giving them like this. So that's your story. I didn't say resign no, but now this is where I say where I tell you so. Let's keep reading. Glory to God. Wow. Someone said, Pastor, see my own. I'm coming. <laughs> I didn't ask for that one. I'm just reading the Bible. I just saw her in the spirit. You know, sometimes you are going one road. God wants to take another road. But your head will be telling you you can. You see where God has written for you, others may fail there, but you will do well. Opa did not go with Mama, but we didn't hear about her again. Okay, which verse was I reading? Let's go to verse 8. Oh, let's see. If it was, um, is it verse 7, or where were we? Okay, thank you. And she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves." So she came, and had continued even from the morning until, until now that she tarried a little in the house. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest not thou my daughter? Go not to glean in another field, neither go from then hence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Let the eyes nice be on the field that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? And when thou art athirst, go unto the vessels, and drink of that which the young men have drawn." Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, Why have I found grace in, in, in thine eyes? That thou shouldest take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger. And Boaz answered and said unto her, It, it, it had foolish been showed me all that thou h- had done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thine husband, and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother in the land of thy nativity, and are come unto a people which thou knowest not Therefore, The Lord recompense thy work, and a full reward be given thee, of the Lord, God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust, the Lord recompense thy work. She was saying to this girl, "All right. In case you don't know the story, Boaz is a relative. She didn't know Boaz was there. Boaz is, was a relative of hers. She didn't know anything about him. She just happened, she just happened to be there. By the Levirate law, Boaz was entitled to actually marry her." and raise children for the dead, okay? By the Lord, they had that time. She didn't know anything. But you see, when you are walking in divine destiny, one of the things I said earlier is recognize covenant relationship. Recognize the doors that God opened. I pray for you that let divine doors be open for you. Every door you need to go through, let it open for you. The one you are not meant to go through, let it close in the name of Jesus. She just recognized that. My road is with this woman. It doesn't look like she has future. But I am called to be here. Some of you need to know the places God has called you to. If God has called you here, don't be found somewhere else. God, it will not profit you. You'll just be doing roundabout. She followed this woman with apparently no future. No future. She followed. Went. Went to start gathering. She was gleaning on a farm she was destined to own. She was picking koyo koyo there, leftovers. But when you're in the right place, God made sure that Boaz was the one that looked for her. Cornelius didn't look for Peter. God spoke to Peter and said, I am pleased with that guy Cornelius. The arms, the giving, I want to do acceleration. Cornelius became the first Gentile to embrace the gospel before we did why because god remembered her child of god if you are serving him with joy he has not forgotten in fact even the tears you are crying god used to store them in bottle and say you won't cry for nothing the day i want to help you i will bring out your collection of tears and take those tears and help you is there an amen somewhere in the house today are you still following what i'm saying to you hallelujah So the Lord orchestrated her steps. The steps of the righteous are what? Ordered by the Lord. She was definitely in that farm. She wasn't expecting a boaz. How did David meet Goliath? Was he invited? He was just doing his normal duty as a boy boy. He went to deliver food. He was like a food vendor. So I said, well, they didn't call me for interview. When God has called you to a place, interview will call you. They'll say, we remember, eh, what's that boy's name that, that did this plus three? No. One young man came the other two Sundays ago while I was here, was telling Pastor Joe, I said, ah, Daddy prophesied increase. I'll be mean, pastor. Daddy prophesied increase. He said, I don't understand what is happening. It's the same meal. He said, they will just call me. At last we just jam, bam. He'll call me, Allah like will just jam bam. just a jam bam. And he's doing the work of his hand. He's just doing the work of his hand. Somebody will say, Well, it's not an office job, but Allah like the jam bam. It's not office job, I like the jam bang, bang, bam. It's not office like job, Allah, the jam bang, 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 bam. Because that's the place it's called to be. So she happened to be in that field and Boaz happened to show up. Your destiny helper will find you. My prayer for you in this month of October is that before it's all said and done, that destiny helper will come and say, you are the one we are looking for. You are the one we are waiting for. Sister Lizzie Anche, are you in church? Raise your hand or come. There's a grant coming. You can stand there. I don't want to embarrass you, but you can come if you want. But there's a grant coming. Just kneel down, and take it. Raise your hand though. Make God know say they hear me. There's a grant coming. It will help people and help you. Hey, Hey! Hey, eh, eh. hey! Eh, eh. We were with uh, Dr. Marco Biore and calabar for their convention. Pastor Tina I remember that guy that was testifying. He said, "Daddy, Professor, at that time, he said the thing has manifested." He said something about that I didn't have a car or something. I don't remember something like that. And suddenly, car jammed him. This one happened, meow. that one happened, meow. it's good to be in the right place. When the prophet said, by this time tomorrow, the famine will be over. One man said, even if you've got an open window from heaven, when God is speaking about acceleration, tell yourself, they are talking to me. Young man, you will live and not die, you will declare the word of the Lord. History is over. A new dawn has come. I'm talking to you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the man shows up. They didn't even know Ruth's name. She was not among the candidates that were shortlisted. So who is that girl there? Who is that guy in the office? They say, eh, there's this no name, oh. They pass that Moabitish girl, that Idoma girl, that Yoruba girl, that again a body. They won't try to even try if they go to again a body, <laughs> that means they, they, they are almost locating you. That Hausa boy, that Flane boy, that Berebe boy, that Berebia girl. They just use generic to describe you, but God knows your name. It's not where you are, it's where he places you. Oh ba 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 Oil will not dry on your head in the name of Jesus. I said oil will not dry on your head in the name of Jesus. Because when there's an oil of favor on your head They will begin to locate you If you put oil on your shirt It is spread I want to decree the oil of favor upon your life Upon your head In this season of acceleration In the name of Jesus Hey 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 Oh my God, just wave that to your hand and give him glory. It's a prophetic season. What happened to Ruth is, it doesn't even look logical. Are you hearing me? What happened to her? She's busy picking something. Says, Who is that girl? I'm sure she was probably shaking. When the MD arrives, and you are, you are, you are not even a pump attendant. You just came around. Say, can I clean for you, people? Say, hey, who is that? Guy? I'm sure she probably. I bet the, the man who won't drive me for this place. I be the man who won't drive me for this place. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, sir. I'm sure she was looking down like. Mm-hmm. Uh, come. Uh, mm-hmm. Who are you? Uh, uh, my, 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 my name Narut. Narut. Narut from Wabite. <laughs> okay, I hope say, I, I hope there's no problem. That was a kind of mindset. But God has something bigger for her. Hallelujah. Tell yourself, God has something bigger for me. Where she was gleaning, she came to own it. The reapers who were dropping for her, she came to employ them. They became her employee. Is it in your Bible? If God did it before, he can do it again. Knees, are you? Stand up. The contract, you get plenty sevens. Where they there? Pay title. I don't think you've handled that kind of money in your life. You've not seen that kind of money in your life. But it's coming in the name of Jesus. I prophesy it on your head in the name of Jesus. I don't know why seven plenty for the team. Seven just plenty. Uh, you know, I just to see seven, 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 seven. Uh, yeah. Wow! You see, a small boy. It's compensation time for him. Yeah. Is somebody hearing God now? Somebody lift your hand and bless the Lord. You don't know what people do for God in secret. That's why me, I will never serve God with grumbling. Never do it because it's an insult. Person will give you air and breathe. If you don't borrow us air now, they don't put the body under the ground. But I gave you air and say, breathe, breathe, you wake up. Now to go to church, you are dragging your leg. It's another Sunday. Did you wake yourself up this morning? Hallelujah to Jesus. So let's follow this story. So he begins to talk to her, I've heard of this, I've heard of that, I've heard of that, I've heard of that, I've heard of that. He said the Lord recompense you and give you a full reward. That's compensation. Full reward. A full reward means, I was reading this morning, that's another guy I was reading about this morning, I was reading about Jacob this morning. Jacob served Laban for 20 years, the guy no, he didn't want to give him anything. So they had a deal. The animals that are speckled eh, with spots, they will be for Jacob. The other ones will be for Laban. Abi, do you know what happened? All the animals started giving birth to for him. God compensated him and accelerated him until the man's people, the, the Laban's sons, they say, Ah, you have finished us. Say, ah, you are, we agree are now. When God compensates you, it's big. It's big. But it's driven by mercy. It's not because I've been better than you, it's by mercy. His mercy compensates you. You Many of you are pulling on me. You're trying to change the service direction by force. (laughs) We need to finish this message. Hallelujah to Jesus. You understand? He said many things. But when God loves you, I'm saying that the artist that painted that canvas that I wrote on it is more interested in how that that, that that artwork will do than the artwork. What concerns artwork? Where is workmanship? So he's more interested that you do well. Your children will do well. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. So he says this to her and then She goes back home, Ruth chapter 2. She goes back home, and then Mama... What's her name now? Mama Naomi. Somebody put Ruth chapter 2 up for me from verse 13. I can tell you the story. Uh, Mama Naomi now tells her... um, what to do next. But before that, he's asking her... Verse 14, please. Okay. Go to... Let me just read from my Bible here. Because I want us to see what Mama Naomi said. Because sometimes in life, some people don't recognize... When God prepares a table in front of them, they will still be praying. Where they're supposed to arise and eat. All right. Go now to chapter 3. Uh, no, no, no. Before chapter 3, please. Let's go back to chapter 2. Okay. Verse 18. Verse 19, And her mother-in-law said unto her, Where hast thou gleaned today? And where wroughtest thou? Blessed be he that take knowledge of thee. And she showed her mother-in-law with whom she had wrought, and said, The man's name with whom I I wrought today is Boaz. And when her mother-in-law had Boaz, she had Bosa. Say, God, God, don't strike the thing. May you be able to see when God is moving in your life. Why did I say that? And Naomi said unto her daughter-in-law, Blessed be he of the Lord, who had not left off his kindness to the living and to the dead. And Naomi said unto her, The man is near of kin unto us, one of our next kinsmen. And Ruth the Moabite said, He said unto me also, Thou shalt keep fast by my young men until they have ended all my harvests. Which means food for that time guaranteed. And Naomi said unto her, Root her daughter-in-law. It is good, my daughter, that thou go out with his maidens that they meet thee not in any other field. That means no movement. This is where God has buttered your bread. Some people, God will bring them to the farm of Boaz, but they'll be looking for the farm of Jerry. (laughs) <laughs> Let me finish this, please. So she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz to glean unto the end of the barley harvests and of what harvests and dwelt with her mother-in-law. Which means, you see, recognizing divine appointments is key to your acceleration. Recognizing what? Divine. App- so people cannot recognize the hand of God because they think God comes in capital letters. But the moment Naomi heard it, you were with who? Boaz. That's our kinsman. This guy could easily marry you. God is at work. He said, and Boaz already, for some reason, Boaz said, don't, don't go to any other field. Stay around here. Don't move away from the circle of intervention that God has created for you. Do you know that if you are working in a department, maybe purchasing and supply, and that same company wants you to work in administration, it's easier for them to call you. And if you resign and you, you decide to move to another town, another company, what happens? They'll be looking for you. He says, stay around. Just do what the man said. Just stay there. I realize that many people are restless these days. Their body is just... My breakthrough, my breakthrough, my breakthrough. It's not of him that willeth, nor of him that runeth, but of the Lord that does what? showeth mercy. Once she said, Boaz, the woman's spiritual antenna just went up and said, this might be God that is remembering us at this time. I have found out over the years... That when God supernaturally brings you into certain relationships, into certain places, the story, that is where He intends to change the story of your life. I know many people that God raised in this place. Some of them I knew when they came in, I knew how they struggled, I knew when they were trekking, I knew when we were helping them to push their car, I knew when they went through many things. But like play, like play. Instead of rising, and rising, and rising, still rising, and rising, and rising, and rising, higher and higher, higher and higher, higher and higher. That's how you keep rising in the name of Jesus. What if Ruth has said, these this, this, this Boaz farm self are not like him. The next chapter, chapter 3, won't have happened. Let's look at chapter 3. Chapter 3 of Ruth 3. Let's go to Mama Naomi again. Um, then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, Shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou wast? Behold, he winnowed barley tonight in the threshing floor. She knew that by experience. Wash thyself, therefore, and anoint thee, and put thy raiment upon thee, and get thee to the floor. But make not thyself known unto the man until he have done eating and drinking, and it shall be. When he lied down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie. And thou shalt go in and uncover his feet, and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. And she said unto her, All that thou sayest unto me, I will do. I will summarize the rest for you. The mother-in-law. Also to come in, in the season of acceleration, you need supernatural and divine mentoring. Supernatural and what? divine mentoring. The mother said, the mother-in-law said, the guy will be winnowing tonight. There are certain things I can tell you by the Holy Ghost, just like this sister now, that I saw sitting with a bag of money and running a shop. That is a gift. There are certain people you need in your life to pilot you to where you ought to be. Naomi, from experience, just knew there's something about this thing, no be ordinary. This thing is not ordinary. The man will winnow tonight, you go there. And told her what to do by their tradition, uncover his feet and so on, is a way of saying, Listen, spread your uh, garment over me. A way of saying, Listen, you have the right to marry me and look after me in a nutshell. The girl did it. Listen to me. If you come to a place in your life where nobody can cancel you, you're on your way down. When they say A, you say Z. When they say Z, you say A. God didn't put us here as decoration. There are certain gifts he has put in our lives that you need in your life. We are not decoration. He that has called and anointed us is God. When no spiritual leader, no pastor can counsel you, you're already in trouble. Amen? You know, some people, everything you say today, they say, Well, I'm not led. We, what people, we are, the, we are very interested with that. I'm not led. The Spirit has not spoken. I'm not led. I'm not led. I'm not led. I'm not led. It's good to be led. How many of you, you have a shirt you like? Children do this. When a child is four years old, you buy the ch- child one fine shirt. When the child is 80 years old, you know the shirt will have, because he has grown, you'll be seeing the belly button. Mommy will say, this shirt, Junior, is nice, but you have outgrown the shirt. Junior will say, I like the shirt. I many of you some of us did that too? Then Junior will wear that shirt. When Junior, would say, hey, Junior would say, We are seeing your belly, we are seeing your belly. You know what? Junior didn't have that wisdom that the mother has. There are some things with the eyes of the spirit. That doesn't mean you are not spiritual. It just means that you don't have that level of experience. In the multitude of counselors, there's what? There's safety. But when you cannot be counseled, you are in trouble. And you are proud on top of it. Modern girl will have just told the mama, mother-in-law, I can marry an old girl like that. I can marry an old girl. Give me a young one. And this is not a prophecy, by the way. It's just a talk. She said, Mama, whatever you say I should do, i have decided to follow you. Be careful of people that reject spiritual counsel and oversight. They are dangerous. Mm. You hear what I'm telling you? Tell your neighbor, pastor says you grow up. Your child is... Uh, you're taking ice cream, your four-year-old child come and remove it, will you beat the child? You won't be happy that the child is sharing with you. But when that child is 15 and visitors are in the house, and you're about to take meat into your mouth, and the child says, mommy, I take that meat. (laughs) What's going to happen? In our culture, you will take the child inside and deal with the child. But if you don't do it on time, and that child becomes 25 and tries it, the child may beat you up. A word is enough for the wise. Let's go on. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Now, God will compress time in your season of acceleration. Let's try to put this story together. So she does that, and Boa says to her, hey, there's somebody closer than me to you. Let me go and ask the guy. Let me call the elders of the town. We talk to the guy. If he wants to, mar- if he wants to buy the land and also marry you, then he can do that. But if he wants the land and he doesn't want you, then he won't do that. It ends up that the guy says, I want the land, but I don't want the girl. And said, I'm going to have both, and I'm going to marry you. But there's a statement that um, I want to read to you in Ruth chapter 3, after the report came back. Um, Let's read verse 18. Then said she... Sit still, my daughter, until thou know how the matter will fall. For the man will not be in rest until he have finished the thing this day. When she comes back from the winnowing with Boaz, and they have that great conversation about who had the right to marry her, The mother-in-law said, The man will not be in rest until this matter is settled. In your season of compensation, God will not rest until your matter is settled. In my season of compensation, God will not rest until my matter is settled. Boaz was more troubled about this girl being settled than even the girl herself. He was going up and down. Call the elders. Let's get this done. God was compressing time. I pray that favor upon you. I pray that favor upon your enterprise. That even in this season that people don't know what is happening in our land, the God of heaven will raise you up. The God of heaven will make sure he compresses time in your favor. In the name of Jesus let's take one more thought and compress it together Hmm. your destiny helper will not judge your past and God will compensate you beyond your imagination your destiny helper will not judge your past 1 Corinthians 1 write it down from verse 26 to 31 Matthew one five. Write it down. Matthew one five. Ephesians three twenty to twenty one. We'll quote them. In Matthew one five, we discover that Solomon begat Boaz of Rahab. Salmon and Rahab gave birth to Boaz very significant. Rahab was the prostitute, the sex worker in Jericho that helped the spies. Ruth is a Moabite whose historical background is deep in incest because of, you know, the daughters of Lot in the Bible. I said your destiny helper will not judge you. Don't ever let the devil lie to you. Listen to me very carefully. Don't ever ever let the devil lie to you. Because you have a child, because you have this, because this has happened, because that has happened, because that has happened, God may not be able to help you. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has prepared for those that love him. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Whatever has happened, God can take that mess and make it into a message for you. God found the right person that will not judge her. And the the thing that surprised me about the whole thing, the thing... Oh my God. When you meet your destiny helper, you will not be too fat for them. You will not be too thin for them. You will not be too broke for them. Your history will not bother you. They won't say because you've had some children, they cannot marry you. They won't say because that has happened and you dropped out of school and this happened and that happened. Come on. Boaz comes in and says, hey, it doesn't matter if you're a Moabite. My own mama, (coughs) her history is worse than your own. Jesus is our destiny helper.
0: Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International. Twitter and Mixiller at RBCM online. And our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5:30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8:30 a.m. respectively, at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romeni Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.